Welcome to Especially Organized, Sensible Solutions for Special Needs Moms, the podcast for all those busy moms out there who, like me, take care of kids who have a little something extra, and in the midst of all that extra, want to lead a more organized and present life. Whether your child has medical complexities, an intellectual disability, or neurodiversity, I am here for you. My name is Angela O'Brien, and I'm the parent of a 19-year-old daughter with Down syndrome. I know what it's like to have too much overwhelm and too little time when you're trying to manage all the pressures and responsibilities that come with a special needs child. Using my experience and skills as a professional organizer, each week I will bring information and encouragement to help you move through your clutter and reclaim what you deserve. So let's get started. Welcome to the show. This is Especially Organized and my name is Angela and I am here solo today because we're going to take a deep dive into the well that is organizing, especially for us special needs moms that have kids with toys. I'm talking about a trend or a phenomenon that I have been seeing since I started talking to and working with families of kids with special needs. And it's something that I call the dumper. If you have one, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, man, you are lucky. It's that special someone in your life that loves to dump out all their belongings onto the floor just because. Clothes in their drawers, toys in their bins, dolls on the shelf. I have talked to many moms over the last year, and almost all of them mention that their child has gone through a dumping phase. They may do it sporadically if they're tired or hungry or angry. They may do it every time they walk into the room. And while typically developing kids tend to just do this as toddlers, it seems that this is an issue that continues beyond toddlerhood. For families whose kids have Down syndrome, autism, or other intellectual disabilities, a disability where their social, their communication, and their executive function skills might be delayed. Whatever the reason, I know from experience how frustrating it can be to clean up a room, walk out, and come back 20 minutes later to find what looks like the remnants of a tornado and no sign of an actual floor. So let's break this down and see if we can come up with some tools and strategies to help you work through this and reclaim your floor because nobody wants to be a human Roomba. First of all, I want to explore the why behind kids with intellectual disabilities dumping their things out. If they are delayed developmentally, they may be doing it for the same reasons that a toddler dumps their toys out. They just don't know yet how to play with their toys, and they're still learning that skill. They may not have the executive functioning skills yet to know how one should play with the toys, or they haven't been taught that yet, or they have been taught and it just hasn't stuck. Another reason may be that they have not yet developed the fine motor skills and the dexterity to pull out what it is that they want. And they're smart enough to realize that dumping is fast and effective. Third, they may dump their toys out because they have difficulty with social or communication skills. 
Kids with these types of intellectual challenges and or neurodiversity may not be able to pick up on the typical social cues and responses that other kids give them, so they don't necessarily imitate the play and then learn like their typically developing peers. They may not be able to understand their teachers or their parents' responses to how they play. This means that traditional strategies like praise or ignoring certain behaviors aren't necessarily effective. And finally, kids might just be really interested in how the toys fall when they are dumped. Now, if this is the case, perhaps finding some play activities that actually involve dumping or falling toys may help your child. Activities like dropping balls into a parachute or an umbrella might interest them. Or seek out items that are fun to draw but also easy to pick up, like balls or blocks or even washcloths if they like clothes or soft items. If your child is one that tends to repeat behaviors, pulling out clothes or dropping toys might be one that holds their interest so they keep on going until every item is on the floor. Or they walk into a room, see a bin or a drawer, and want to continue the behavior because it has already been established in that space. I see this with my 19-year-old daughter. Now, she no longer dumps her toy bins out anymore, thankfully. She used to. She does, however, keep six bins of miscellaneous treasures that she has collected over the years on some shelves in her closet. And every time my mom or friends stop by, she wants to show them her room. More specifically, she wants to take out each bin, put it on her bed, and show our visitor every single item in each one. And even though this is technically not dumping anymore, it's exhausting, especially for our visitor. (laughs) But it has become a repetitive behavior that we have to sometimes interrupt usually by engaging her in a different activity or conversation. So what can we do when our kid is wreaking havoc by dropping all their toys or clothes on the floor every time they enter their playroom or their bedroom? If it's possible to parse out why your child is dumping, that might help you come up with some effective strategies. But even if you can't figure out the reasons why, here are some things that I recommend. First of all, you need to reduce the number of items that they can get their hands on in the first place. I know for some people that's hard, but decluttering, you know me, I talk about decluttering a lot. It is number one. It is the first step. I know you want to provide your child with lots of toys or items to give them exposure and options and opportunities to learn. But what's important to note is that kids, just like adults, can get overwhelmed by lots of clutter. They can get overwhelmed by all the options that they might have to play with. In fact, research has shown time and again that kids can get overstimulated if given too many options for play. Now, if this is hard for you to do, if it's hard for you to move some of those toys out, start with the low-hanging fruit. Declutter those toys that are broken, the ones that have missing pieces. Those are the easy ones. I mean, why spend time cleaning up items that don't even need to be there in the first place? And you can donate clothes that are too small or worn out. Then, if possible, I want you to go through and again 
Cut the amount of items as much as you can. I know this sounds repetitive, but it can really make a difference. If clothes are their weapon of choice, remove the seasonal items that aren't being worn right now or remove the extra that they don't have to have or gravitate to, taking into account how often you do laundry and how many outfits they need in between washes. If you do laundry once a week, pick out seven to 10 outfits that your child can wear and store the rest in another area that they can't access for a short period of time. Now, this is if your child is into dumping the clothes out on the floor. But if toys are their weakness, pick out the ones you want them to have access to now and sort them into categories. Store the other ones out of sight and out of access. Again, it doesn't have to be forever. You can always rotate these toys every few weeks or months. Now, while I am not a believer that you have to go out and buy new bins every time you decide to organize, in other words, it's okay to use what you have on hand, I will say that bins that are see-through or at least labeled with either pictures or words to describe the contents can help in this situation. First of all, your child might be able to see better what is in the bin if it's clear, which might make them lose interest in doing a dump because they can already see what's in the bin. Second, whoever is doing the cleanup will thank you. Putting items away will be so much easier if bins are labeled and or see-through. Additionally, larger bins that hold more general categories, they might be easier to put away than smaller bins where you're trying to separate and categorize in greater detail. In other words, if you have crayons and markers, perhaps put all the writing and coloring utensils in one big bin rather than one for crayons, one for markers especially if your child uses them interchangeably or at the same time. Another suggestion is to use small baggies. If you have toys that your children really love, but they have so many parts, they're a pain to pick up if the bin is dumped out. Ziploc baggies in the bin, or if you're trying to be echo conscious, those mesh zipper bags that can hold smaller pieces can make cleanup much faster and easier. In fact, I love mine that I use for holding puzzle pieces and game pieces. But honestly, the number one thing we can do in this situation is to declutter and remove as many items as possible out of their reach until our kids can outgrow this phase. Now, do you remember when you were in kindergarten or when your child was in kindergarten? I swear it seems like those kindergarten teachers cast a magic spell on their little students and the next thing you know, the room is clean in less than 2.4 minutes. Unfortunately, there is no magic spell. Those teachers just understand that if you label everything and make the containers super easy to find, the kids can help clean up and then it doesn't take them long to put things back where they belong because ultimately... We want whoever gets the cleanup job to be able to do it quickly so that we can move on with our day, or at least not step on a Lego. I do want to mention that if your child is able, and even if your child is still learning this skill, it might help to, when you have time, so not when company is due over in five minutes, demonstrate to them how to pick up the toys or clothes and place them in the bins. This may look anything from like, singing a song while you put items away, using the hand over hand method to show them where things go, or requiring them to put their items away before they can move on to something else. Obviously, every child is different, so you moms will know 
what that can look like in your home. As I wrap up here, I want to make certain that you, the listener, know that I have been through this phase of dumping when my daughter Casey was younger. Her room stays pretty clean these days. We got through it, and you will too. Parents of older kids consistently tell me that their child has outgrown this phase. So please, hang on and know you will get through it too. All right, I hope these tips help. If only knowing that you aren't alone in what you are going through, if you are in this phase. Leave me a comment or DM. I would love to know if you have experienced this with your child and if anything you've done has worked. You can always find me on Instagram and Facebook at Your Space Reclaimed. I hope you will join me next week. I hope you get to reclaim what you need in your life today. All right, I'll see you next time.